Suddenly, I remembered the power of my father's words to transform. His repeated acts of creation spoke to me. A queer notion suddenly sprang into my head. I would follow his example. If I could just find the right words, I had thought to myself. I raised my arms, but still said nothing. I was worried at first that my vision was somehow incomplete. Without absolute concentration, one could easily slip, and the words that I spoke would seem awkward and false. And those same words could serve as the centerpiece of a blind and ugly corner turned. It required faith. Finally, I figured I was ready. A word, a shout, a glance, a touch. And beneath the words, an image I could alter on a whim, a vision that filled me with longing, the promise of another life. As the words tumbled out of my mouth, the world in which I spent those difficult times was all but extinguished. In these new stories, things would be changing dramatically, decisively. The storyline was simple. The North Shore's thunderous waves crumbling as if in a slow motion reel. The moss-covered cliffs. The stew of voices bubbling up in laughter around a fire under great trunk trees. The love of someone who knows your life in the round. A love that will survive disappointment. A house I had never known that expressed the lingering idea of home. Those were the places to start. A part of me really began to believe the story felt vaguely reassured. I paused, not sure if I should go on. I took on the temperament, if not the convictions, of a street corner preacher and read the names of those who had passed away that week, trying to summon the dead. Suddenly, without any warning, people actually showed up. There were thousands of them. All the quiet terror and open wounds of the week drained away in tears and shouts of gratitude, and everyone began to smile. Now, rhythm quickened. Things got complicated. The beauty, the filth, the noise, and the excess, I discovered that I couldn't escape it if I tried. Cars, motorcycles, tricycle rickshaws, buses, and jitneys filled twice to the capacity. The square-jawed men in fast cars, the Marxist professors and structural feminists and punk rock performance poets, tall unsmiling men in suits and ties and mud-cluck poofies, slender models in fashion magazines, all jostling to be heard. All of it dazzled my senses, like the electricity of an approaching storm. When I was finished, it was a gorgeous day, almost ridiculous in its ordinariness. 